Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley, and I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi, we've got a question from one of our followers, Sylvia. And uh, Sylvia is saying, my adult son died four months ago, and I am wondering if you have any suggestions on how I can get through Mother's Day. Mm. Sylvia says, it's always been a big day for my son, and he would bring me flowers and write me beautiful notes. And Mm. I'm going through my notes and thinking about him, and I'm feeling pretty sad. Well, Sylvia, thanks a lot for this question on Mother's Day and how to, I think we want to talk to you about how to honor your loved one because you're going through the notes and going through the things of your adult adult son that died. And um, I think it's important, well, for first thing, Heidi, is to remember that it's only one day, right? Yeah, and it's only been four months. My heart goes out to her. It's so sad. I mean, the fact that he honored her so much and she has all these letters but like you said, it's only been one day, and I'm sure she's getting heightened anxiety as it gets closer to Mother's Day. Yeah, yeah. See, so we've got three or four days. And that's one of the things we found about people. Sometimes the events leading up to the day are more difficult than they are the, when the day actually comes around. So um, maybe kind of a feeling of dread or what are we going to do or what. I think planning is important, don't you, Heidi? Absolutely, Yes. You need, to, you need to plan for the day so that you don't get anxious, and you need to figure out how you're going to leave if you need to, how you can go for a walk and you know, maybe leave the room if you need to, how, to, how you're going to get there. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna, is someone going to drive you? Are you going to have access to a car? You know, I think the more control you have over the day, the better. Mm-hmm. And, and the more you plan, it gives you more control over that day. Now, if you have somebody drive you, I wouldn't suggest that you go with a group of people. Uh, I would like to have somebody drive me if it had only been four months and to an event. I know uh, Sylvia said she was going to a, a lunch. And so I personally would want somebody to drive me there, just one person. And I would also like the flexibility of, I probably wouldn't want to get there late. I might even want to get there a little early to settle in, but I think I might be leaving right after dessert. Well, then you have to get someone that's going to drive you that's willing to leave. Mm-hmm. And it's willing to leave any time and it can be flexible and isn't going to say, wait a minute, I'm not done. I want to stay longer. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you may think you want to leave and then you might want to stay a little longer. Also, sometimes you can have people shepherd you. You can kind of make a deal with them before. And I know she's married, so, um, and has been divorced. So her, her husband has got the same loss, but not quite as deep because he wasn't with her son for quite as many years. So he may be the one that you want to take you there. But they sometimes we can have friends that monitor us a little bit where we want to say, you're talking to somebody and they say, we really need to go now. I agree. You're tired. I agree. And I think that when you have, I think that's a really important point. I think that when you have early loss, it's hard to set structure for yourself. And sometimes you get exhausted, like you said, talking to someone too long but you don't know how to get away from them. Mm-hmm. And maybe a code word. Yeah. You can say to the person that is saying, okay, I'm done. Let's or even uh, tug on your ear. Or yeah, yeah. 
yeah, exactly. just some kind of a sign that you need to get away and, and you need to go. Yeah. Well, let's talk a, a little bit, Heidi, about uh, how you can honor them at the event, how Sylvia might consider uh, honoring him and remembering him at the event. Remember, he brought flowers and she's been going through these wonderful notes. Have you got any suggestions? And this isn't Thanksgiving, but I know for us, we would always put Scott's picture at the table. Mm -hmm. And we'd set a place for him. I know that sounds kind of bizarre. For our family, it wasn't bizarre. I'll never forget the first time my husband came into the family and he wasn't my husband. He was my boyfriend. And he was like, uh, your brother's at the table, his picture. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he is. This, is. this is part of our life. So, you know, yeah. he, you need to adjust to that. Yeah. <laughs> if, if it's family members that aren't as close and you don't feel like doing that, one of the things that's really wonderful is to give a toast because a toast is a natural part of the process for people. And what I suggest, uh, Sylvia, is that you pick a family member and ask them to give a toast to David and uh, also to toast your living children. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, and uh, so toasting your child who's gone and also a toast to the living children. And why do we do that, Heidi, toasting the living children? Because I know you're, you're big on doing that. I am. Well, after a child dies, regardless of their age, after a child dies, there's a lot of time and energy that goes into remembering them and to memorialize, memorializing them and to honoring them. And sometimes we, the surviving children, feel overlooked. And so I think if you, and you know, we had a loss too. So I think that if you honor that and you say, okay, here's, here's a toast to Scott, who is no longer physically with us, and to his wonderful sisters, they were all very close or whatever that is, you know, honoring that and here's, and I'm glad that they're still on the earth. So, you know, honoring the whole family. Right. Because uh, sometimes uh, people who are left, uh, particularly the siblings, sometimes feel like they're not enough. Well, especially if our parents are saying, I don't think I can live. I don't want to go on. I don't want to wake up on Mother's Day. I don't want to celebrate Mother's Day. I don't. I can't do this anymore. It's like we think, okay, wait a minute. We're still here. Maybe, maybe we weren't enough. Maybe the wrong child died. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, uh, prepare yourself too, Sylvia. I, I don't know where you're going. You can mentally stop and think about being in a restaurant or being where you're going to kind of put yourself there into that situation in your mind. I always recommend to people, if they're going to a, a conference or something, that they go sit in the room if they're feeling nervous about it. Now that might be difficult for you unless you're having it at your home and you wanna go sit down at the table and you know, even a day before and think a little bit you know, about it. Anything you can be, do to prepare yourself. Remember to get a lot of rest now before, drink water, uh, and really try to take care of yourself in advance. But important to remember, this is one day, you're gonna get through it. Mm -hmm. Grief is hard, but you'll know what to do. I think you have to trust yourself. You're gonna know what to do when you get there. And also you might cry and you might get overwhelmed for a few minutes and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And your kids might get overwhelmed and your husband might get overwhelmed. I mean, this is a big deal. David has been gone for four months. It's very new. You know, it's emotional. It's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. Mm -hmm. And everyone knows it is. Another, mm -hmm. another thing that you can do, uh, which um, is helpful, is to maybe have a little celebration. If, it's, if you're going to a bigger group, uh, have a little celebration with your husband or with family members that are actually living in the home by not a big deal, but just let's light a candle for David before we go out. Mm -hmm. I like that idea. Yeah. yeah. 
anything to ease up on it. Well, I hope you'll just take our suggestions and pick and choose the ones you want and the ones that are meaningful to you on this holiday. This is about you. This is about how you feel. Everyone's different. You need to respect your own grief journey. It's a very personal and, and sacred journey. Absolutely, Mom. I totally agree with you. And, and one other thing that I remember is sometimes you can wear somebody's clothes, mm -hmm. their favorite shirt or whatever to dinner. I mean, it's kind of fun to have those memories. We as siblings love remembering how our brothers and sisters lived. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yes, yeah, celebrate their life and honor them. And we're thinking about you and our hearts are with you. Yeah, and say their name. And yes. thanks, thanks, everybody, for watching this uh, video today and for listening. And God bless you all on this Mother's Day. And Heidi and I hope you'll visit us at Open to Hope and tell everyone about the site because we have lots of information for you there. And Heidi and I always want to say, if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own. And God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.